Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is the Union 0430, episode 91. And it's, again, uh, it's a little, I guess, embarrassing because it's taken us this long to get our good friend Greg Taylor on the show, who we've been talking to for ages and has done a ton of stuff for us. So we finally got him on. Um, it's Good Friday morning here. Uh, Greg's way over on the Pacific Coast. So time change and trying to make it work. So we've got them on and it's going to be a great show. Um, Philly is, is just outside of Oshawa, Ontario, up in Port Perry. Mark is just outside our nation's capital in, uh, in Ashton, Ontario. Dave uh, is being a taxi service today. He can't make it. Uh, his wife officially has COVID, so he won't be able to be on the show this morning. Ryan is still doing Ryan things and someday we'll lasso him and manage to get him to sit down and, and have a chat with us. Um, and I'm just outside Kingston, Ontario. Greg, coming to us all the way from a little town that I once lived in for about six months, uh, Mission, on, uh, Mission British Columbia. Great to have you on, buddy. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. So let's get right into it. Because I'm Let's really, yeah, uh, I, what I wanted to talk, there's a bunch of things I wanted to talk about. Um, but the first thing I wanted to, to get into, Greg, is you are a very, very active person on social media now, especially around the call collecting and, and you know, duck and goose calls and all that. And you're real like you, you've You've even been a judge on some of the call nuts things with, with Rusty Heron and, and stuff like this. So, you know, I guess we'll back it up a little bit. And you've only been like two, two and a half years as a waterfowler. You you yep. join, join late into the obsession and, and it's obviously taken hold of you. Uh, so uh, explain to us, you know, what got got you into waterfowl hunting and then we'll then we'll move into the into the call collecting and stuff like that yeah yeah uh i mean i don't really yeah i don't actually know what i would say got me into it i think i, I grew up in northern bc so okay. uh a little bit outside a place called fort st john yeah uh, so i grew up and like no one no one up there does much for duck hunting like i mean when you can shoot moose and deer and everything else in your in your backyard there's not a lot of reason to go by decoys so uh yeah. growing up, never even a thing i didn't even know anyone that duck hunted growing up i mean mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't even on my radar. So I moved down to the coast and then, uh, yeah, I don't actually know the moment that I kind of felt like, man, that'd be fun to try. And then I kind of put it on the bucket list of like, yeah, you know what, because I, I had no idea. I figured one day, one day I'll go and pay for like a guided trip or, you know, head out to Saskatchewan because that seems where everyone goes when they want to shoot ducks. And yeah. then uh, I ended up working with a fellow who's like, we were just chatting. I was like, oh, that'd be so cool one day to try that. He's like, go well, on, you should come this weekend. I was like, but I don't have a good reason not to, so let's do it. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> That was awesome. So we went out and hunted a little, it was like a cut cornfield. Uh, they, they run a corn maze there in the fall and then they mow it all down and let a few guys hunt it. So uh, went out there, shot my first duck and then uh, that was it. It was like, uh, yeah, way steep after that. And then as far as balls and ball collecting that, yeah, I don't, like, I don't actually know how that really started. I think like I listened, I started listening to podcasts right away. I like yeah. just got into podcasts. There was a, uh, there, I started with the HP Waterfowl podcast. Mm -hmm. Listen a few there. I tried another one. 
And then I was Googling Canadian call makers because I was like, man, there's got to be guys that make calls in Canada. And it, that's when I came across your guys' like early, early, like one of those first episodes with Rusty popped up. Yeah. Like, you know, so, and then from that moment on, I listened to your guys' podcast and then just listened to some of the call makers through there. Got me pretty jazzed about calling because, I mean, again, I had no idea even where to start with waterfowl. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I picked up like an old Buck Gardner, like the classic double nat calls for 30 bucks. Like, like everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Made a few quacks and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool thought i was getting good on it and then started like through some of like the groups and stuff seeing guys actually actually run a call and i was like oh i'm not even i'm not actually doing anything so uh from there i, I went and bought my first single read off off Ducklander, uh yeah. and just said like you know what i'm gonna do this learn it slow and then i've just been building up from there yeah and i love man like there's nothing better than when you like you hit hit a cadence right and like a duck turns or you see them like snap their head it's that that's the moment you're like all right like i, I love that i, I could yeah. sit and call ducks Spread all day long and not shoot a duck and be happy just to know like just to know you is the win right have you uh i I know i shouldn't ask have you because i know you have it's a silly question um (laughs) but your relationship with bobby hayes from Ducklander, like how much has bobby helped you with regards to the the call learning how to call and all that stuff oh uh lots lots uh yeah so i mean we we messaged back and forth quite a bit when i first started out I'd send yeah. him, you know, some uh, some just terrible sound files. I'm sure that he, mm-hmm. he lo- loved listening to those. And then, yeah, I mean, even when it came just picking a call, like I, I had no idea what I was looking for, right? So I just messaged and said, like, here's my level. I have no idea what I'm doing. Where should I start? And, like, we had a conversation about, you know, where where would be a good place to start, which call to go, go with. And he was pretty honest and open, like, whether it was his call or another call, he just kind of wanted to help. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, from there, he helped find got me down on the basics and, Man, every once in a while we still touch base and just chat. But yeah, he's 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 a really good guy, and he actually does care about like just uh, making people better call. Sales are yeah. almost feel secondary when you're chatting with them, which is yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's a that's a common theme when anybody hears the name Bobby Hayes, and and you know he he genuinely just wants to to make a a, a person a better duck caller right so um yeah, yeah. i i don't think you're i don't think you're far off to mark there when you're when you're talking about about bobby philly no. mark yeah. chime in whenever you whenever you guys want just to get back to what damien was asking at first like how you got into duck hunting were you hunting inclined before you got into duck hunting had you done much hunting for anything else before that oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. growing up so like i said growing up up north uh like we had we had a small farm compared to the neighbors, a good 500 acres. Uh, so we raised beef, sheep, all that kind of stuff. But that was most of our, most of our meat food was all wild game. So uh, deer, moose, whatever, bear. I mean, that's how we filled the freezer for the winter. So yeah, no stranger to hunt. Never, never any birds. So when you, uh, when you went hunting ducks for the first time, like, and actually had, like, I guess on the first day you hunted ducks, you guys must've got a few. Yeah. 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 We had five guys. Uh, I think, yeah, like four ducks a piece between us. Yeah. So, so, so it's not easy. It's not hard to get once you experience duck hunting for the first time and you, and you start all of a sudden it's like, it's a very social event, right? When you're there, it's not like everyone's got to be quiet sitting in the stand and, and 400, 500 yards apart. You're all of a sudden you're, you're there, you're t- chatting, you're laughing, you're, you're oh. cheering each other around or you're, you're bashing each other down. The social event of it all yeah. is it's it's quite a different experience and it's easy to get addicted to isn't it <laughs> yeah oh 100 it is yeah it is i mean 
Well, yeah, like the guys, I, I, yeah, regardless of if the birds show up or not, the guys you hunt with make the day, you know? So, like, you can have a day where no birds show up, but you can be sharing the blind with three good guys, and it's still a, still a win. So, yeah, the, the community aspect's different, right? You're not sitting in a tree stand, you know, shushing each other every five minutes because you cracked a bag of chips or something. So, uh, it's yeah, it's just a whole nother ballgame. That was it. That, it. that first time I soaked that in, it was just awesome. I, yeah, I agree. That aspect of just, like, the camaraderie that you get out of waterfowl hunting is unlike any other hunt. Now, down, down where you are, like, like, do you have much in the way of, like, competition for, like, you know, is it hard to get private property or, like, you know, do you have a lot of competition on public property that you hunt? And, like, what's it like down there? Do you have to travel far to get to your spots? Yeah, it, it's, well, it's a bit of a mix. So there's two kind of big spots here in, like, the lower mainland. So there's uh, the Pit Marsh. Uh, and that's a real popular spot. And like guys have blinds set up and it's like, you know, kind of the race race to get into spots. And then there's Boundary Bay, which is out kind of on the, a little bit on the ocean there. Uh, and it can be pretty packed unless you want to hike a long way. So I kind of avoid those. I'm not really, I'm not really, I'm out to have a relaxing day, not compete with crowds. So where I am, I'm a little bit more out in the valley. There's not as many guys. Um, so there we have a, a large slough system that kind of works up in the back of our town and it's all public land. So as long as you need access, like that's more, you're not asking uh, farmers. So it's hunt on their fields. You're just asking, Hey, can I like park my truck at the edge of your field and walk through it kind of thing to get to the slough. So that's not too much competition. I've never had a problem there. Um, but like fields and stuff are tough, less so competition and more BC is just a little bit of a different animal when it comes to like conservation and animals and that kind of yeah. stuff. But we're, we're a lot more, you know, wearing your North face jacket to go on a Sunday hike, not, uh, not head out and yeah. see what you can harvest. Um, that was something I wanted to talk to you about because, you know, BC has, has that reputation, uh, I, I shouldn't say reputation, not, not in a bad way, but it is a very liberal thinking province, right? So except for Northern BC, the, where you grew yeah. up, where it's big game, um, yeah. and it's a way of life up there. Um, uh, when you get down into the lower mainland. I, I would think there's not a whole ton of hunters down there, uh, mostly all fishermen. I, I would think if I remember my time back when I lived in the in the Fraser Valley, it, it was, you know, fishing, fishing salmon was, was the big thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely like a decent, uh, yeah, there's definitely a decent population of hunters. And it's grown in the last three years, like exponentially. Like, like I think it has everywhere. Um, okay. Also, awesome. Awesome. Like COVID and food prices and everything else, everyone kind of just started picking up new hobbies. So uh, that's good. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely. Like it's almost the opposite of probably what you guys have there. Fellows will do uh, like they're using duck kind to fill up the off season before salmon run, right? Like that's kind of it's almost the right. opposite. They're not using fishing off season. So yeah, fishing's usually the the majority of stuff. And then the last couple of years, a lot of those fishermen have died from that. Okay. Okay. I just had another thing that I was going to ask you and it just slipped my mind. I should write these things down. Um, oh, that's what it was. I remember, I remember as a kid in B, like the amount of geese that were in oh, BC, yeah. like it, it was, it was ridiculous, ridiculous. The amount of Canada's that were in BC, but I can't remember yep. many ducks. What's your population of ducks? Like I, like I said, I know there's a ton of, ton of Canada's, but, do you guys because yeah. you guys got that pacific flyway right 
yeah, I don't have a ton of, I mean, yeah, because I'm new, I don't have a ton of reference to like what would be a lot, but like I've never had, I've never had problems finding them. Um, so Perfect. yeah, we have, quite a bit, and then like not a ton of species here in line, like we've got mallards, widgeon, you know, like kind of the little puddle ducks and diver ducks in the slough, mergansers and buffalo heads. And kind of kind of That's yeah, the exactly. most important ones. That's the yeah. Important. What about Harleys? Uh, I saw, that was I, my next question, Phil. I haven't been out on the ocean. I actually got an invite for this coming season with a fella uh, from one of the conservation groups I help with. Um, so he's a big brant hunter because we got a small brant season here. So okay. he, uh, he's going to take me out for a brant hunt. Uh, and then, yeah, you can get all sorts of like, yeah, harlequins uh, and a few other ducks that they guess. I mean, they're not like plentiful, but you can run into them out there, I guess. Like yeah, my, but I have, my in-laws live on the island. And like the bunch of times that we've been out there, every time like we're near water, I'm looking. I just want to see a Harley. Yeah, I've seen like I've seen we've come across the Brant out there. Like we, we usually go out in like July, August, but like every time, yeah. just looking for Harleys, looking for Harleys. We, my wife and I went to Tofino for a night. No Harleys. Yeah, nothing, eh? Oh man, there's one duck here that everyone gets all like. I mean, most of the photographers get their get their get their loins of fire for is there's like we have one mandarin duck that comes back every year so there's a park in vancouver the big city uh yeah. it, every, every year migrates back there's one of them comes here spends about three weeks and then disappears back to wherever it came from but like photographers plan like trips around it they all hang out at the park trying to find it yeah. there's like whole groups that get like which pond it's in but yeah that, that mandarin duck it yeah that one causes a lot of folks to go hunting for it yeah hey remember 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 that uh remember way back when we first started and we did that episode who killed daffy remember ryan and <laughs> ryan and phil were in were in tears yeah. laughing could you imagine somebody shooting that mandarin <laughs> duck and then getting it mounted and posting it on and posting it on one of these facebook groups out in bc can you imagine the amount of hatred towards that hunter that would be thrown. <laughs> it would be insane, dude. It would be insane. You get it just with normal ducks. Like, uh, and some of the, like the marshes and stuff. That's the other reason I, I don't hunt them so much. Uh, they're good spots, but like, you've got to hike kind of through a bunch of public access, just hiking trails. Right. Yeah. So you walk through there, you shoot your ducks and you got to hike out past, past kind of like more of the city uh let's right. call them urban individuals right yeah so yeah. And like, yeah you'll get all sorts of comments and that's just it's just like i mean like i said that's when it comes to hunting my goal i'm out there to relax and just enjoy what i'm doing Absolutely. i don't i don't need all the extra stuff so yeah uh, you're not out yeah. there looking to pick a fight right no exactly yeah. right have yeah. you had personal run-ins with uh anti-hunters very often yeah i've had a few uh none of them like too crazy like nothing uh, i mean i had one guy he uh he's a piece of property by the slough here and he's a uh, he's just kind of a little old a little kooky but he, he'll come up with a range finder and he'll stand on he'll stand on the road and range it he'll stand on his property and range it he'll like he does like just to make sure because you only have about a maybe like a 50 yard by 20 yard stretch that's public that you can access there but like if you're a, if you're a hair off there he comes running down the beach hauling at you that's for sure but uh yeah i mean stuff like that <laughs> Kind of like yeah there's a little bit more of an anti-hunter crowd um yeah. and it, you know but it's it, it is what it is you know you make sure you, you make sure you've read your regs you make sure you've looked at your maps you make sure you're Absolutely. confident 
And like, I'll avoid if there's a spot where I'm like, eh, you know, 80% sure I'm right. I'll probably just avoid it. Cause like, it's just not worth the hassle. Like just shoot, shoot a couple ducks and get yourself in trouble or, you know, like a fight or something. It's just, just not worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, I think that's common, commonplace of any, you know, major built up area in, in the United States or Canada, right? Like regardless, that's not, that's not something that's special to BC that if you're out walking, uh, uh, walking back to your car, uh, and, and walking back on a, on a nature trail where, you know, a bunch of non hunters are, yeah. and you've got a strap full of ducks hanging off you. I, regardless of where you are, whatever province or state, someone's going to say something, right? I, I think probably the only ones yeah. you'd get away with is, is the Northwest territories or the Yukon or Nunavut where someone wouldn't say anything to you. Um, but yeah. the, the, the rest of the major cities in this, in Canada and the States, I think someone would, someone would probably say something to you. So I don't think that's unique to BC. Well, they, they, they breed stupid nationwide. Oh, yeah, 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 big time. We, we just, big. just sprinkling a we sprinkling a little dash of self righteous. I think when we're making the batter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you guys, Great. you guys, as far as you go, you guys, yeah. like your population is it? Yeah, is it quite large there. Like compared to us, I guess. I mean, as far as reference goes, like well, so here, here in eastern Ontario, um, which is mostly farmland. Um, we've got, we've got the St. Lawrence, uh, so we've got, we've got a mix of two flyways here, right? Like we've got the Atlantic and the Mississippi flyway. I don't think we're actually in one perfect flyway. I think we're in the middle of two. So, so we get, uh, we've got a, a, I think a very healthy, population of geese um just because of the farmland that and and our uh our vicinity to the breeding grounds which is you know the james bay and stuff like that so we we get a, a great migration come through um ducks on here they're not great you've yeah. got to work you've got to work to find your ducks in yeah. this area um beginning of the season obviously there's, there's a few birds around but you know come november uh, late October into November, you're certainly putting putting the miles on to find ducks. Geese you can find. Geese geese are easy, yeah. but uh, ducks ducks is something else. I, I think that's a fair statement, Mark and and Phil. Yeah, it's relative to different parts of Ontario are different too, right? Like some yeah. areas will have better duck populations. Like down through this area, if you have a lot of water uh, outfitters around that are putting continuous pressure on ducks, if the duck hunting is not as good uh geese is a different story there is a lot more geese here a massive yeah. amount of geese compared to ducks uh nothing like out west it's not it's not alberta saskatchewan i'll tell you that but you know there's there's a good population of geese here just lately there's in the last five to seven years there's a lot more hunters here as well right? so it's, it's, it's a little more difficult now to get locked down fields and stuff but uh yeah like the the duck population, it's relative where you head out east, you'll get a better duck population than you will, will here in this part yeah. of Ontario, for sure. Like mm -hmm. uh, just like New, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, that boundary in between the two of those, there's some good good duck population down that way compared to yeah. here. For sure. And we got a pretty solid population. I think we probably have less pressure, I bet you, like just based on like as far as like waterfowl or numbers. 
I would say we probably have less pressure on the Ducks. So. Oh yeah, I would think so. Yeah, like, yeah. like you're you're primarily going to be like a big game. Well, I guess more so in the north, right? But like like you're a big game province. Like that's what it's known for that in fishing. So yeah, like your your duck hunting pressure is going to be like substantially less. And I guess your your population is a lot less out there than it is for us. Like in you know the Toronto area. Yeah. Well, Vancouver's pretty big too, right? Like I'm only yeah. like 45 minutes outside of Vancouver. So, um, but like we, as far as geese go, like we're, they're already starting to do that. Like uh, this year, I think everyone's up in arms about it, but they're starting to do the egg addles, <laughs> like they go and shake the eggs. They're oh, doing yeah. That. yeah. Doing that because so like we uh, actually, I guess just five years ago, like I don't like, don't quote me on any of this. This is all just talking to one of the guys I, I do a conservation group with. But so five years ago, they actually identified a new species of Canada geese that's uh just only here in the fraser valley and they're like a resident goose. oh they don't leave <laughs> no our, our climate's so perfect right so they kind of come here and then they've bred so actually across kind of between a cackler and a full canada and it's it's just they've kind of bred they stay here they live here year long and like they're man the, the amount of damage they cause to a field they say like what is it is 18 geese in an hour will eat the same amount as a cow will, like off your field so really it's just like they just yeah, well, yeah, because you get them and you'll, you'll watch it. They'll land on one side of the field, like say on Monday, and by Wednesday, it's like it looks like just a wave goes across the field. It's and it's just mud. They, you know, that like and they're it's not exactly the manure you want on your field, so it kills it. Yeah, it's it's a tough. Yeah. So big addles, and then um, I mean, we never had geese here either. Like all of our geese, we stole from you guys way back, way back when. Mm-hmm. So like some of the old timers started waterfowling in the seventies. Like a Canada goose was a dream to see, let yeah. alone shoot. They, they didn't exist. And then you guys had a problem, I guess, over there. So uh, yeah. they, they put them on big, like, military aircraft carriers, just loaded them up with geese. They flew them over on the West Coast and just dumped them off, figuring, like, they'd figure <laughs> it out. And they did. <laughs> and they're doing well. Yeah, so, like, that's... But, yeah, it's, it's actually not a native population, apparently. I, I didn't know that. That That's wild. Yeah. I, I did the not know that. Thing... Well, this part of Ontario, we're up our way in Ottawa Valley. There yeah. wasn't a lot of geese here 30 no. years ago. No, there wasn't. I know. There wasn't very yeah. many at all. Some were, some were introduced, kind of like the turkeys, and they just yeah. blew up. Flourish. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's wild. I, that's a crazy stat. I've never heard that stat before. 18 yeah, geese. That's the yeah. That's a it's crazy stat. Yeah, for a cow in the same amount of time. Like, if you go minute for minute, just how yeah. fast they'll multiply. Because you think, like, a cow just kind of leaves you. Like, you ever watch geese eat? Like, they, they pound that food back. Yeah, Whereas, like, yeah, a cow yeah. just wanders around and munches a bit. But, yeah, they, uh, yeah, it's crazy. So, when you see, like, yeah, 200 geese lying on a guy's field, I mean, that's, that's only, like, 20 or 30 cows will eat the same amount. So, it's wow. a lot of food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Um, Listen, um, you, like I said, when we done the introduction, you've been, uh, when you, when you came into the waterfowling world, you really jumped in head first when it comes to social media and you're, you're very active and, and we can't thank you enough for all of the, all the stuff you do for us and sharing, uh, the episodes and, and stuff that we're doing with Punisher Waterfowling. You share it over so many platforms, so many groups and stuff. So I can't thank you enough for all the work that you've done to help promote us. Um, but, and, and this is a little, you know, it's a little feather that, that we put in our hat when it comes to, you know, 
two, three months ago when I reached out to you and asked, hey, listen, can you do a couple drawings for us for a t-shirt? And this was the idea that that I had and, and you came out and you knocked it out of the park and and we, uh, you know, we've sold shirts and, and stuff like that. So we've, we've had a, a, a fair amount of success with it. And then, Good. and then it just seemed to every, every couple of days, you're, you're making a new logo for somebody within the, within the industry. You've done one for Merck, which was, which was amazing. Um, you know, like you're, you're, it, it, it's just so cool to see how, everybody uh, not everybody but a bunch of people have reached out to you and, and said hey listen can you do something for us because it it is such a different art form that you're doing as opposed to what a lot of people perceive a logo of what a logo should be right and you're you're not a, a graphic designer you're an artist which yeah. is which is two totally different things right so it's just it's amazing and i i just like the conversations and the people that that reach out to you now, like it, it's got to be pretty overwhelming, I would think. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a uh, yeah, it's yeah, overwhelming. That's a good word. So, like, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's I've only been doing this very very short amount of time. So, as far as the waterfowl community goes, I'm I'm kind of like you know I'm a nobody. I'm just a just a fellow who. Oh, what just happened? Oh, you, you're still there. Keep talking. Yeah. Um, that's Mark, Mark sharing the screen. There we go. So for a guy that does, uh, yeah, digital doodles, I know absolutely nothing about computers. So, uh, I was, you know, anyways, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'm kind of a nobody in the community. So for folks, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to, yeah, let me sit here and name names, but like there's, there's guys who've reached out where I'm like, how, how is this person messaging me? You know what I mean? Name so names, buddy, if you want, go for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean a lot of them, like yeah, like there's guys like I mean, Jeff Goats. Uh, I, I he just asked for some help. I helped him out. I mean, yeah, That's like done, I, yeah. And he texted me the other day because I did I did another podcast uh, with another fellow over the the one who's putting on that call makers build off thing that I'm judging. Yeah. So yeah, that's still on. Um, actually, yeah, and you guys should check that out if you haven't. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so I did a podcast with him, just kind of about that and a few things. And then Jeff Coates texted me. I was like, I, I woke up in the morning. He's ahead of me because he's on the East Coast. Yeah. Like with, to a text from Jeff Coates, I gotta tell you, that's like that's that's a day where like I don't know how you have a bad day after that. That's pretty cool. So <laughs> yeah. And it's just like even you guys reaching out, I mean, just to like touch base, see how things are going. Like it's 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 been really, I mean, the drawings aside and the other stuff, what's been cool is just the connections. I think like like you guys have talked about networking or whatever you want to call it, but like I'm chatting to guys in Louisiana, I'm chatting to guys in like Kentucky, I'm chatting to guys in Maryland, like all, all of a sudden, I mean, I used to do doodles like this just for folks I knew. And then, I mean, it's when it's on paper, you can only go so far. Now that right. I've figured out how to digi make it digitally, it can go anywhere, right? So that's mm -hmm. the fun stuff, connecting with folks that I would have had zero other reason to connect with. So that actually, to me, is like the biggest benefit of the whole thing. Yeah, no, it, it it's amazing. Mark is, I don't know if you can see it, but um, yeah. Mark is, is sharing the screen of a bunch of work. And that, that River Rat... Um, decoy rig one you done i absolutely love it and this hat um i gotta throw it i got to, to go off script here and throw a shout out to rocky because um oh, i honestly think this is the nicest hat i've ever seen like hands down mark mark came by the house yesterday and i'm like check out this hat like it is the nicest hat 
I've ever seen. Yeah. And I, and before I hit record here, I was texting Rocky. I was like, dude, who's making your, who's doing your logo patch? Like I gotta, I gotta find out who it is because this is, it's amazing. So anyways, I digress. I went off script it, here. Um, it, they have so much more, like, it seems like so much more apparel opportunities down there. Right. Like they've got, yeah. A few of the guys that make stuff for with shirts. It's yeah. Just the options they have here in yeah. Canada it always feels like we just, like way harder supply. I don't know. We just kind of get the yeah. The bum one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so sorry, we went off yeah. went off track there a little bit. But you know, like you've done, like this isn't, you know, you say Jeff Coates up and texts you. Like now, I I know what you're saying. Like it, it it's a big deal to get a, a text from Jeff, and and it is. Yeah. I'm not trying to downplay that whatsoever, oh. but um. I'm, I'm guessing after you talk to Jeff, you realize just how humble a man he is. Like, does not think he's anything special or, or any just salt of the earth type of person um, who, who really wants to help a lot of people out, right? Uh, and I think that's one of the best things yeah. I could say to describe Jeff is, is that he, he genuinely cares about the people that he reach out to, right? So, um so, uh, I'm proud of you, buddy. I, I, I love it. I'm, I'm, we're big fans and we, we watch and even like we've got our own little chat group on the go. And when yeah. you come out with a new, when you do a new piece of art, like it shows up in our, in our chat group, and we're like, Greg's got another one. He's done another one. And, and we talk yeah. about it, dude. So did you guys see the one I dropped this morning? No. This morning. Whoa. Hey, so this is this is cool. No, I seen the one you done for the the last one I seen was the dog kennel one. Yeah, this one I did about probably three or four weeks ago. But the fellow wanted to nail down his apparel before he launched the logo. So I know, okay, you know, Mark got Mark got himself in a twist about me putting stuff up early. So I learned my lesson there. <laughs> is that is that uh, the Snow Creek one? <laughs> yeah. No, not Mark, Snow Creek. It's uh, Mark. Can you find under- it? Can you find it, Mark, and put it up as a share screen, please? Because I haven't seen it. You guys keep um, talking. Yeah. yeah. If you're on call, that's um, that's awesome, though, buddy. And I, I, I would love, and and I know, uh, I know you have some plans, um, and you have some aspirations that are down the road, and we don't need to get into those because it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking awesome when when you do them, and and you get what you want to do when you put it out there. But I cannot Ooh. wait. Because I, I do believe that you will get to do all the things that you want to do. Um, but, yeah. and, you, and you're being very smart about it. You're not trying to, to go overboard and, and stuff like that. So I can't wait to see what you do um, and talk about it. Because it, I, I have all kinds of faith in you, buddy. Because I honestly do think that you're going to... You, you are having a mark. Uh, within the waterfowling world right now, and and I think that's only going to continue and, and keep getting bigger. I I honestly do. I appreciate um, that. I mean, my my whole goal, like I said, like I, I don't know. I, I mean, at the end, of the day, I call them doodles, right? Like that's that's all it is to me. But to me, it's uh it's pretty big. That folks like I mean, yeah, you you guys want to sell some shirts, right? Like that's that's uh, I, I mean, it's not putting it's not putting food on the table, but I mean, that's 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 an income to you, right? Like some of these guys, yeah. they're called companies. I mean, whether they're full-time call makers or part-time call makers, that's like their company is their baby. That's their bread and butter. Yeah. And so those folks reach out to me and say like, Hey, I want you to create me something. It's, it's, it's not a small, 
it's not it's yeah. not a lost number what that ask is right it's like i mean yeah you can, i can make a cool drawing and to me it's fun to make a cool drawing but to these people it's very important so i try to Absolutely. approach everyone with that in mind as opposed to just like here's something fun i drew it's i really i mean with it the questions i ask them and try to put that extra time in because if, if this is something they're going to slap on the face of their on the face of their company then it's it's got to be something they're excited to do that over so i mean that's yep. that's more for anything is just making sure i'm i'm you know aware of that and, and keep that in my mind at all times because that's always my number one goal i like just making making folks happy and getting them getting, i like getting other people successful like when it comes to the sharing on social yeah. media and stuff like that man that's honestly i think i don't know I'm, I'm maybe i'm a little bit older school mentality myself but yeah i think if you if you if you have a company like if you have a company you want to support if you have i mean you respect what they're doing then you're just kind of loud about it, right? Like with your guys' podcast, I share that. I think like, I mean, and anyone who goes like, I finally have seen enough of these. Like that's what happened to Rocky. He's like, man, I've been watching your show this like two months. I finally listened to an episode. It's awesome. I was like, why did it take two months? Right? Like it's, <laughs> so that's, and I think every person that finds it, that person, not only are you guys better off because you have more like more viewers. I mean, I mean, to add to the millions. Um, but uh, <laughs> That's right, buddy. That's better. right. Yeah they're better off because now they've got something, you know, cause it's the way you guys approach the community. And that's, I mean, to bring it all back to the calls and the call collecting and stuff like that's the, those are like, I only, so as far as duck calls go until recently, I've, I've only ever bought duck lander duck calls, never bought another yeah. duck call. Um, yeah. And then recently through some of these things, I've done trades with some of the small shop guys for more art pieces than, uh, than like yeah. anything I, I put on a lanyard. Um, and then as far as goose calls go, I've never bought another goose call other than a, than a heron goose call um and that's both because both of those guys the way they i mean business is one thing but the way they approach the community that that uh yeah once you've earned my respect and like that that's that's yeah. that's gold to me, right? so that's uh and guys like jeff Coates, any of those big names i think you, because there's a weird image in the waterfowl community that these guys are not those guys in particular but you get to a certain level and you, you kind of become like this untouchable elite of you know yeah. slaying ducks yeah uh but most of those guys up there are actually probably more humble than the guys who are going out and shooting five ducks a year, uh, which is crazy. 100. And yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's one of the biggest things we've learned, even from the guests we've had on the show, we've talked about some of the people and we're like, that's a good, he's a good dude. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and I, not that it's surprising, but it, it, it is kind of surprising because um, I know uh, we don't, we don't put a lot of, uh, stock in, in ourselves. Um, so we think that it's a big deal to have those guys to come hang out with us. Mark, I know you're trying to say something there, buddy. So no, I just can't find anything from this oh. morning on your stuff. Greg. Is it on your Facebook page, Greg? I have a It's on call nuts. Oh, you oh, found it's on call nuts? Yeah. I can find that. Hold on. Give me a sec. We need to have the lead investigator on it. Yeah. I, I have to say too, while while Mark is doing this, Philly, your voice sounds angelic this morning. Angelic. And I just angelic. I'm telling you, buds, it sounds just like Sober. it is sober, Phil. Because it's because it's early. Yeah, it's sober, it's sober, Phil. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's not too often we do a show in the a daylight. Yeah. yeah, he's got a he hasn't got a fifth of whiskey into him already. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 kind of, I contemplated pouring a drink this morning. I thought, well, for me, it's seven thirty in the morning, so I, I got I got I got a healthy dose of Bailey's in my coffee though. So we're, we're still boy. <laughs> that is 
I dig yeah. it. That is a cool, cool logo. That is a cool logo, dude. The silhouettes yes. of ducks. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. That so is. Fella, yeah, go for it, bud. fellow that owns that, Jesse, uh, man, I'm going to probably butcher his last name. I think it's Jesse Adid. Uh, he, that's where, he, like, he hunts the Skull Creek. That's actually the name of it. So I guess when the yeah. settlers in there way back whenever, they, like, they moved in, they settled, they thought it was beautiful, and then they kept finding the skulls in the creek from whoever was there before. So that's, they named it Skull Creek. So that's, that's kind of what we tried to like show in that, in that image. Yeah. Like that's what we got the old wagon wheel and, you know, I just noticed the wagon wheel. So that was, uh, yeah, just a fun piece again, because it represents him. Like he already had kind of a skull logo that he was working with. And then yeah. it also just kind of story of his area. Like, and down, down there, a yeah. lot of these makers, like history is big to them. Right. So if you can, if you can pop oh, those little details, that's what makes it, a little the bit extra, jawbone, right? the jawbone there. I like it. I, man, that's cool. I really, I really dig it. And I'm on yeah. a big, uh, I'm on a big Paramount's 1883 kick right now. So uh, <laughs> the wagon wheels and stuff. I pretty, I got, I may have got a little bit inebriated last night watching it, and and I busted into uh, into my bedroom. My wife was on a was on a party call with a bunch of her girlfriends, <laughs> and uh, I might have busted in there and and demanded that I get a fucking horse soon. Um, so <laughs> I was like, I need a goddamn horse. Yeah. I need <laughs> I need a six shooter. I'm gonna that be a cowboy. Your story was gonna go, but carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was sorry. kind of like yeah, wait, yeah. waiting to see what the next word was in that sentence. <laughs> this is a uh, PG rated no, show. Yeah. It, it most certainly is. No, it's not. Have you guys yeah, tuned into that, that that build off competition? I've I've followed I've followed it on on social media. I haven't like watched anything, but I've been following like reading the posts and stuff like that. Um, but I haven't. Um, that's not. It's, you know, I, I don't want to downplay it or anything like that. But the whole call side of things, I enjoy calling ducks when I'm out. Yeah. But that's that's to the extent of of my fascination with with calls um yep. i'm not a big call guy i don't collect calls i don't get you know i see them and i'm like that's a sharp looking call it looks good sounds good and i'm not a great caller um oh, neither am i <laughs> uh so um but yeah i follow it along because and, and i follow it a lot of the reasons why i follow it is because rusty is such a big part of it and rusty is is yep. such a good friend and and shit it was only the other day and and russie if you if you hear this i hope you get that that uh stuff squared away he's got some some red marks underneath his neck and yeah. stuff like that 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 he's been battling. That. yeah so yeah. actually i was talking to russie two or three days ago we were on the phone for, uh, on on a chat for for about an hour so i i follow call nuts mostly because of yeah. because of rusty uh, and, and I just want to keep up because there's usually some good material for me to talk about on this show oh. uh, <laughs> that comes oh, off the call nuts yeah. that comes off the call nuts page. So that was that was my next like next segue into that is like Rusty that that's I, I mean fall is fun and I'm, I'm judging for it or whatever but Rusty like no one talks trash like like Rusty <laughs> like that guy is oh man he is and but it's funny because he has this persona where everyone kind of thinks he's a thinks he's an asshole because he, he's so good at it. Yeah. But he's actually the kind of humble dude, right? Yeah. But he, when it comes to competition, oh man, can that guy talk trash? I love it. 
So I, I like the, I like the pictures. Like I, I, I really yeah. like the pictures of the, the, the call off guys and, yeah. and, the, and that kind of stuff. Like I really enjoy that. I get a good chuckle. I get a good chuckle out of how the gamesmanship is yeah. between the comment. Like, they talk a lot of trash, but they've got nothing but the utmost respect for for each for each other. Um, so it, it's pretty funny to to read what they say to one another and, and the pictures of the the competitions and stuff like that. So I, I enjoy well, we've it. Like, we've got a competition chat going where it's just all the makers that are still in it and the guy running it and stuff. And like, yeah, the stuff that goes on call nuts is hilarious. The stuff that happens in that chat, whew, yeah, that's where the yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's where the good stuff happens. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A good community thing. And then on call nuts, we're doing a, a coloring competition this year. If I can plug that, would be good. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting that on. Um, so say it again. You're putting it because you broke up there. What is it? We're putting on a coloring competition for kids. Oh, okay. So uh, I don't know. It just struck me the other day. I've been I've been doodling and I'm coloring all the time. I thought, man, it'd be and we, there's a few things we're talking about uh, with another maker about, you know, how guys are giving away calls and stuff, but it's, it's that next generation of young folks that are going to move into like either collecting, calling, hunting. Like, so I thought, well, why don't we just do a coloring contest? You know, something like some yeah. throwbacks. So every month now from uh, May, June, July, and August, the next four months, I'm going to make a color, a uh, custom coloring sheet every month, put it up on okay. call nuts. Uh, and then anyone, Anyone in the call nuts community, if you have grandkids, uh, kids, ne nephews, nieces, print it up, color it, submit a picture with them holding the picture they colored, uh, and then yeah. they go into like a waffle, like a call waffle draw. Uh, okay. And we're doing three calls a month. So a kid wow. 10 and under gets a call, a kid 11 to 16 gets a call, and then a wild card out of the whole group gets a call every month. Uh, so it was, I, I kind of put it up thinking I might get one maker, you know? That yeah. was the cool yeah. thing about the community. I was like, hey, anyone want to pair up with me on this? Let's do a thing. And then I had, uh, yeah, I had like 14 guys, like within 20 minutes. I was like, oh, I guess we're doing something big here. Uh, That's Dave's, wicked. Dave's I love it. it. Dave's doing yeah, it too. Dave's yeah. Gonna make a turkey I can't call. keep track uh, of the shit that Dave is, that Dave is into. Dave's into so much, man. Yeah. I can't yeah, keep so track of him. He makes a beautiful turkey call too. He makes it, yeah. man, I tell you what, no matter what Dave goes at, he, he does a good job at it. Yeah. Yep. Um, like I got the two the two pots here that Dave, Dave did one. Oh, oh Jesus! There goes his there goes his headphone. Blew a headphone. My ears don't hold these in well. So Dave did this one for me. It's like just like, kind of like what Mark's got there. Like it's like a half half wood half pork yeah. acrylic. Yeah. It's all bird's eye. Like it's just stunning. The red slate. Yeah. And then for for those who know, they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty cool, though, Greg. That that you know, just a a simple idea, and you put it out within the community, and you had fourteen call makers jump on board within yeah. twenty minutes, wanting to support it. That's the that's one of the things that I don't that I personally don't think enough of these guys like the call makers the the fellas that are even part of the big companies um and right down to who they themselves call themselves the the little guy i don't mm -hmm. think all these people get enough credit for how much they contribute back to the community 
Um, I think yeah. you, all, all you ever see, and I've heard Merck make this comment so many times, um, someone that wants to leave a bad review, review is the first person to jump on and, and type up a bad review or, or a bad experience. But you hardly ever hear about anybody typing out a, a good experience with people, right? And, and I don't think a lot of these people get, get the credit that they deserve for what they give back to the, to the waterfowling community. Yeah, no, totally agree. Totally agree. And that's why, like, I think, and that's, again, why I'm just, I'm, I'm loud about my good experiences. Uh, and I think, yeah. like, bad experiences, uh, yeah, I think in, we're in a weird age where, yeah, I don't know if it's the internet or what it is, but, like, you have a bad experience, and it's like you can instantly just, like, broadcast that across the world. And a lot of folks, I think, do that before they actually just, you know, use their brain a little bit and think about it. Because sometimes, yeah. I mean, like, you have a bad experience, like, reach, reach out to the person, and 90% of the time, they'll make it right. I mean, it was, yeah. like, maybe a small mistake. But, uh, yeah, why, why, why it has to go that way, I don't know. But, yeah, that's, that's definitely the way it is. And it's these guys the key, are really keyboard warriors. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're very Big much time. so. Big time. And you guys say with the bag milk, I, I got to talk bag milk with you. Uh, bags of milks yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like i feel like you guys have not not misrepresented canada but i can tell you i, I on the west coast i have not seen a bag of milk no it's a- it's an ontario quebec thing <laughs> that's it and i so personally what? never buy them actually i never ever see them but i'm sure they're around but i never buy them <laughs> yeah. you guys still have it, carton milk right like, not all bags. yeah yeah carton milk is 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 we buy bags of milks just yeah. because we go through so many milks um so <laughs> and it, it just it stores easier in the fridge it doesn't take up as much room like for me to go anybody that's watching this if you're wondering what the fuck we're going on about you need to go back and listen to the episode uh where we had um logan williamson on from first light uh because it there's a sto- a whole story there but um like if I had to buy in cartons of milk, the amount of milk that we go through in a week or two, it would take up half of our fridge. Well, how but big is the bag? A liter. A, like, a liter or something. Yeah. It's it's a liter. Oh, so you get it, a, like big jugs. Like ours are, ours are, what are our big jugs are four liters. Yeah, yeah. Do Phil have yeah, a bag a, of milk? Do you have a bag Did of you, milk? Phil got yeah. a bag of milk. Oh. There's a bag of milk, everybody. So if you are listening to the podcast and not watching on YouTube, especially to our friends outside of Ontario and Quebec, and you have no friggin' clue what we're talking about, Phil, hold up that beautiful, beautiful bag of milk right now. They come Look in three that. packs. Yeah, they come in three packs. That's the, it comes in a in a big bag, but there's With three individuals. Three yeah, with three. Li- that's why we call it bags of milk. And they come side by each. Yeah, <laughs> but you gotta have one of those classic jugs. Yeah, yeah. So that was. So that's what totally threw Logan and Kevin for a loop. Was they were like, okay, so you had this bag of milk. How do you, <laughs> like, how do you, how do you dump the the milk out of the bag without, you know? And then I'm like, well, you get a little jug to put the plastic bag into. And they were like. But why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just buy a jug of milk and then you don't, you know what I mean? So the reasoning and the questioning is all valid. I just, I don't know. I I think it's something that I'm just used to. So therefore I I do it, but I could, I could see the holes in our theory. 
And they come in strawberry and chocolate. Oh, that's beautiful. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that is, it was just, it's just funny, right? I was like, eggs and milk. And it's like, oh, yeah, like these guys are acting like there's just bags of milk like strewn across Canada. I was like, no, hold on. Let's <laughs> let that out. That. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I to to all the residents of Canada, if if we misrepresented you in in making it sound like there's bags of milks all over Canada, yeah, that <laughs> that it's not. It's Ontario. It's an Ontario and Quebec thing. Not anywhere yeah. else, to the best of my knowledge. So, uh, but you know, just like uh, most most Canadians, um, the people in Ontario think. Canada revolves around them so um, and you can freeze them too yeah and that's the thing that's one of the reasons yeah so you could just so For like what? well in case you buy it in <laughs> you this is going to, this is going down a fucking rabbit hole and I'm going to look like an idiot <laughs> in, as I'm, <laughs> yeah I'm going to look like an idiot trying to trying to uh, stand up and and be an advocate for bag of milks um, so we're going to end it right now because oh. this is just going down. <laughs> yeah. you guys from, from bird dog whiskey being the unofficial sponsor to bag milk being the official sponsor now of Punisher Waterfall. There you go. There hey, you go. Does, a, does a body good. It does. A body good. That's a throwback. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. 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 Um, that's awesome. Guys. Talking about being humble too. I just want to throw that on your guys' way. Like, I mean, as much as like I get messages from random guys that thought would never message me, like you guys, have to experience that to the to the tenfold with i mean like i mean first like approach you guys and saying like you know with these releases and stuff that is and to watch you guys do that is awesome and i know you guys play it up too like i mean i think we're very similar mindsets and yeah i, I i'm kind of a nobody and what i do i think is just kind of a fun thing and it's not that big a deal but i think you guys approach what you do in the same way with that humble humble head and i think uh i think yeah you guys are you guys are doing s- such things that are like just awesome and huge to see um, versus like how you sell yourself, you know what I mean? Which is good, and I, I appreciate. Yeah, that. I, I I just think um, between all of us, we sort mm-hmm. of kind of keep everybody in check, right? Because yeah. there there are times, there are times that um, you could get a little bit of a of a bloated head. Uh, um, yeah. You know what I mean? And and so if if that happens, well, the the beauty about. Uh, you know, surrounding yourself with good people all the time is that these same people try to keep you in check, right? So even if you do get a little bit of a bloated head, um, the boys are there, especially if it's in my case, um, the boys will yeah. very quickly reel me back in and, and bring you back to what what the idea of the show was and 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 everything, right? So it 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 is. It's pretty amazing. Like Merck have said it uh, a few times that when I reached out to Merck and Phil and Ryan um, about doing this show way back in, in 2020, I guess. Yeah. 2020. Uh, when we done the first episode, um, you know, Merck have even said himself, like he didn't, he had no idea what this was going to be. And, and neither did I, I just, it was an idea and, and thought that we would throw it out there and see if it great gained any traction. Right. Um, like what made yeah, you do it originally? Well, you just woke up one morning and said, "Like I'm going to do a podcast." Well, so Dave, what? Dave, and I. So, so the history of 
of Punisher, the brand, I, I don't know how many people know it, but anyways, the brand is, has shifted over the years from when I first started it way back in 2014. Um, so when Dave came on board as a partner back in 2019, um, we were really back at the drawing board and we were trying to figure out, listen, like, what are we going to do with the brand? How can we, how can we continue to grow the brand and, and stuff like that? And, and Dave and I were spitballing ideas. And one morning or one afternoon, I was chatting with him and I said, we should do a podcast. And he was like, yeah, 100% do a podcast. That that's a great idea. Um, I wasn't now the only difference was <clears throat> I wasn't interested in doing just a podcast. I wanted the YouTube channel as well. Right. And oh, okay. Dave, yep. and Dave really wanted to get into the video content side of things. So it's mm -hmm. sort of kind of married together. And then, you know, we were chatting about it and he was like, well, you know, it'd be nice if we had some other fellas on. And I said, yeah. I said, so what do you think we can ask Ryan, Mark, Phil, who, who I've hunted with and, and, and our great friends, right? So I reached out to them. They all jumped on and, and I guess the rest, rest is history. But, you know, to go back to like some of the people that have been on this show, again, like why you never in a million years would I have thought I would have had a conversation with them, let alone yeah. now have a friendship with them where they send me a text out of the blue to just chat um, for no other reason than to just chat and see how things are going. It, it is, it, it, it's amazing. And, and the friendships that we've made since we've done this, it just, it restores a little bit more faith in humanity to know that there are still good people out there and there, and there are people that aren't driven solely on making a dollar. And, and that was, that, that's some of the most amazing things that I found out in, in almost two years that we've been doing this show now. That's crazy. Almost well, with, two years, boys. That, yeah, with that, yeah. the nice thing too, like those those connections you make, like I mean, however many, however many they are, like I think you guys are chasing it, right? Because a lot of folks are just chasing that like. You know what I mean? Someone to click that like button, some faceless person that you, you'll never connect with. Well those yeah. connections that you those are those are the those are the value valuable things you collect along the way. Well, yeah, the, like the yeah, go for Philly. Well, the the biggest thing I find like with with the show, like we started this two years. Well, you guys started this two yeah. years ago, um, and that was like right at the start of COVID, where everything was shut down. Mm -hmm. So, like yeah. being able to go for beer and wings with your buddies, oh. that ain't happening. So, like this was like legit. That was the next outlet, best eh? thing that yeah. filled the void. Where like an hour, well, hour and a half ish, you know, yeah. once a week. Yeah, you sit down and like I, I have developed greatly from sitting on the uh, the sofa chair in the living room <laughs> with a piss poor background to something a little more aesthetically pleasing but like being able to sit down and like yeah we're not you know with each other at a table but i can still sit here and have a beer yeah, and yeah. we can converse you know it's yeah. the See one another's faith and, and and stuff right like it, it yeah. is it the show and you know especially with, with what phil said about it you know, the, the height of COVID was on the go and, and here in Ontario, and, and, and I know it was different in every geographical location, but, you know, she was she was locked down pretty good here in Ontario. Um, just having the outlet to be able to see friends and, and be able to chat instead of over text 
Um, it mm -hmm. did, it did a great deal for my mental health. Um, and it yeah. gave me something to look forward to. There was a time, um, we went, I think we went a couple weeks, eh, fellas, where we didn't do a show, uh, or I wasn't on. And I remember that. I remember I, that yeah. And, and I remember my wife saying to me, she said, you haven't done a show in a couple weeks. I said, no, I said, I just, just not feeling it or, or whatever. Right. And, and she was like, you need to get back into it because it, you know, it, it, it does make a big difference in, in my attitude and, and the way I uh, go about things. Uh, and I genuinely enjoy chatting with the people. Right. So it, it done a great deal of good for my soul. So, um, it, it's a good thing Man, for me to be doing that too. I was gonna say I don't know if it's on your guys' radar, but you guys, you guys should seriously consider doing like a uh, a couple episodes where each one of you is the guest. Does that, if that make sense? Yeah. Because um, like I think it's huge. Like uh, even just this pieces of your story, right? Like you, if if you've been listening, I mean, yeah, since like the beginning, you kind of yeah. piece it all together, to go along. But I mean, each each one of you guys just it would it'd be a cool connection piece just to learn more about this stuff and you guys and how Phil got to be so handsome. Like, it would just be nice to know that stuff, you know? That's just genetics with Philly. That's just, <laughs> that's just, that's just the hand of God. That's all oh, yeah. that is. It's yeah. all the beard. It's all the beard. Yeah. You <laughs> said, yeah. Actually, that is true because once, have you seen him without oh. his beard? Like, it's not, it's not good, but not good at all. It, nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, awesome. my wife, my wife brought up, you should like, you know, cause like if you shave it off, It'll come back thicker. I'm like, no. <laughs> this is I, I I am more than content with how this looks. Yeah. I don't want to see what what's underneath. You almost forget though, eh? Like I don't have a super thick beard, and I rarely shave it. But when you do, you're like, yeah, that's what my face looks like. Ugh. Like it's just like you forget the shape, you know. It's just very like it's crazy what a beard will do. That's for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's more economical to shave. But my work, things are changing in the future. So there's going to be some new regulations. So you're going to see some experimentation. Oh, <laughs> if I, I see you with fucking purple hair, if I see you with purple hair, I'm driving into Halifax and slapping you. I just want to <laughs> no see a joke. big, dirty handlebar. Oh, yeah. Buddy, just... So I'm going to do my best to try. And uh, do you guys know Cal from, from Meat Eater? Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna try my best to pull off a cow mustache. Yeah. Big old duster. Big old <laughs> duster. The, the Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh no, but his his is like it's not a it's not a true handlebar mustache. It's just fucking big and long, and I'm just like, yeah. yeah. I don't think it actually grows on the sides. It's just so long that it hangs. Yeah. It just, yeah. Yeah. It just yeah. covers it. Uh, Optical illusion. Because one of my biggest one of my biggest reasons for existence on this earth is to get a rise out of my wife. So um, the day that the day that I, <laughs> that I shave, cause I'm going to let this all grow back. And then when I'm comfortable that the mustache is, is good, then I'm going to shave everything off and leave the mustache. And, and yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be my, good. My, my wife out of your shot here. But uh, so like I, every once in a while, you know, you mess up shaving, you shave it wrong. You're like, wow, well, I guess I got to get rid of it. I'll always just yeah. go down to the mustache. But having nothing yeah. and every time she hates it so I'll come <laughs> up last, last, last time I, I messed up here she gave it so I just had a little mustache 
I come over to the, it was a little bit longer than I come over to the bathroom. She, at first she says, she goes, you know, we're not talking for five days, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she's, back. She's, she's brutally honest. I like it. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. 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 Fellas, good. we're at the 60 minute mark and um, we're going to we're going to call her here. But hey, buddy, just like I told you when when I'm when we were chatting the other day, you said you were a little bit nervous. I said, you just watch 60 minutes of blow by pretty fast and, and there'll be nothing to it. So um, we'll have talked about everything. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we we have certainly talked about everything. And uh, and you know what, Greg, uh, just like we say to everybody, you are more than welcome to come back on the show anytime. Um, and don't wait for an invite. If you have something that you want to talk about, fire us a message and, and, and we'll, contrary to many beliefs, there isn't uh, a lineup of people beating down the door to come on the show. Right. I know there is that perception out there, but um, you know, but honestly um, in, in all seriousness, you have a spot here anytime you need to come on. If you need to do anything, if it's anything that you're plugging for your own side of things, do it. If it's something that you're doing to give back to the community, anything, just just reach out to us, buddy, and we'll get you on, Mark. Well, likewise, you ever need that last minute guest? You just uh, if, you know, fill a seat. Let me know. I can I can come up for guests to run them off the boat. And that was what I was going to say. I said, "There's times there's only two or two or three of us on, and and yeah, it used to be at least five, right?" So yeah. it never ever hurts just to have another body thrown in there, even when we have a guest. Absolutely, to get and and to have that different uh, different experience and everything is always good to have, right? And and as much as I said, Phil's voice is angelic. Sometimes people just don't want to hear my voice either, and they'd like <laughs> to hear somebody else's voice. So it's all good. Um, we'll do a quick around the table, and we'll give the last words to you, Greg. Uh, Philly, to you, buddy. Greg, great to have you on. Great to finally see you in person talk to you in person so to speak um yeah. but uh yeah i'm gonna say uh you take the cake or take the cake over uh maddie wilson and the big, the big luscious <laughs> that's, locks that that's a big that's a big compliment right there sorry maddie. I think it won't be here much longer actually so like I, I, this is this is covid hair so i had my last haircut uh february before covid started you're fired yeah Everything shut down, so I didn't have a haircut. And then actually, I found out the the BC Children's Hospital does a it's a program called Wigs for Kids. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you, you you donate your hair. They make it for like kids who have terminal illness and can't grow hair. Amazing, so, amazing. Long, so my mine just passed that, uh, and then I kind of and then at this point, I'm like, well, I guess let's see how long I can go before it gets annoying. I think summer it's going to go because yeah, it is not. Eat. Anyways, yeah. that's that's where it came from. Yeah. So okay. he'll have his type back soon enough. Yeah. Thanks. That's that's awesome, awesome, uh, Merck. Uh, it's good to meet you finally face to face, Greg. I mean, I know we dealt over chat, and and you helped me out with that logo and everything, and uh, all that was greatly appreciated. Like you wouldn't believe, man. Uh, at the same time, you're 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 in meeting you in person. You're exactly who I thought you were. You're a genuine good guy. So it's great to have you on here, and hopefully we get you back again. Appreciate that, Greg. Buddy, to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, now, now, uh, no, guys, uh, nothing but respect for everything you guys do. And I guess a new waterfowler. Uh, yeah, in my area, there's not a ton of guys waterfowling. Like, I, I do most of it solo. Uh, that's how I've kind of been learning at it. So, I mean, podcasts like this, the, as, as weird as it is, like, I there's a lot of hunts I go on where I don't get that, uh, you know, just shooting the BS after and talking stories and having the fun. So, like, this, this weekly podcast kind of fills that void for me a bit. So, 
Um, I, I love what you guys do. Appreciate what you guys do. Um, and I'll, I'll listen every week and share it as much as I can, because if people are missing it, then they're missing out. But um, yeah, I really appreciate this opportunity, guys. And to chat with you in person has been huge. I feel like it's like weird because I've listened to you for so long. You haven't listened to me. So it's almost like I know you guys, but uh, this has been nice to actually do it firsthand. Yeah. So thank you for the opportunity. And that's, that's kind of all, all I got to say. No, thanks. Thank you, buddy, for coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Union 0430. Um, we are as advertised. We do not pretend to be experts. We don't pretend to be anybody any more special than anybody else. We're just a group of friends that honestly enjoy sitting down and chatting with one another. Um, if you need artwork done, please head up, Greg. Tell him that you've seen him on the show and, and you really want to talk to him and because I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. He'll work, work with you and, and he'll get it. Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 91. Thank you so much for, for joining us, listening to us uh, banter, and uh, we'll see you next week. Big love. Surround yourself with good people.